Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show, the place where ordinary people become extraordinary by finding the path to financial freedom through entrepreneurship, side hustles, and passive income. We have already blazed the path, showing you how to retire early and have financial independence, so you will never work for someone else again. Successfully Unemployed, your place for freedom. It is time for the Successfully Unemployed Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that nine-to-five just overbroke job by every means possible. Now, in each session of the Successfully Unemployed Show, an entire masterclass is taught by experts who found a way to quit that J-O-B. These experts that I bring on will give you the step-by-step process to be successfully unemployed just like they did. Now, there are many other shows that actually talk to you about their history and their biography and everything that they've done. We're not going to do that. These experts are literally going to teach us step one, step two, step three, and we are going to learn how to be successful and employed just like they are. You see, I quit my job by investing in real estate, but there are thousands of other ways to do it. Now, let's listen to today's expert teach us how to be successfully unemployed just like they are. All right, let's do this. All right, everybody, welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show. I am super excited to have you here with me today, where we're gonna be learning how to basically quit our J-O-B, our just over broke job, and provide for ourselves and our for our family in many other ways. And right now I'm bringing on a special guest that is fantastic at decluttering, at lives as well as houses and everything else, as well as making money helping other people do that as well. So I have Sarah Mueller on from earlybirdmom.com. So Sarah, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Dustin. I'm so happy to be here. Man, I'm super excited to have you because uh, just thinking about how it, really in America, we have so much going on. And I, for my life, um, it was before I became successful and employed, I was investing in real estate. But before that, I had job, I had a regular job. And I was, anybody asked me, well, how are you doing? My answer was, I'm just busy. You know, I'm, I'm busy. Well, I hated having that answer. So I, I purposely got rid of so much stuff out of my life. But anyways, I want to know, how do you provide for your family without having that J-O-B? How do you make money to provide for yourself and your family? You know, it's so funny because, uh, you know, people ask me what I do, right? And I say, I teach people, most of them have messy homes. I teach them how to clean up, how to declutter, how to organize. And they say, really? <laughs> and then I say, and I do it all online. Like they're, they're imagining me going to people's houses and, you know, rearranging. I don't really do much of that. It is all online. And they're like, what? <laughs> Wait a second. How how is that possible? But that's how we do it. So you know, we have a, an amazing engaged community on Facebook, and I have a membership where I support people. So they pay me every month to give them training, video training, uh, worksheets, things like that on you know how to keep up with the housework, how to let things go, how do you dig in? You know, if you have like a super messy basement, you know, or maybe you haven't parked in your garage in years. Like people want to know how to fix that problem and they're pretty much stumped when they start in on that kind of a project. So we have training on all of that and you have uh, eBooks and guides and things like that, how to sell things, right? That's another big area where people want to make some money off of their clutter. Uh, you know, oh, we're going to save this because it might be worth something, right? That's what everybody thinks. But then they go to start selling. And a lot of times if they've never done it before, they're, they're totally stumped. So we have a guy on that, how to do that, right? And we have those kind of digital products where we can support people and, you know, just give them that that amount of information that they can use to get started. Super powerful. That's great. And and you say we a few times. You have employees, mm -hmm. you have people working with you? I do. I have a, I have an amazing team. Um, I didn't always have a team, but at this point, yeah, I have I have a few part-timers that help out. That's that's fantastic. Now, take us back to before you were successfully unemployed, before you had your business and maybe you were working a job and you know having kids and all that sort of stuff. Take, take us back to that. And then on the process going to where you became successfully unemployed and realized, man, I could actually do this on my own. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I did have a corporate job right out of college, you know, worked for a brokerage firm, you know, nine to five, you know, that was all great. But then my oldest son was born and I had this really long commute and it was just, it, you know, I was just not in it anymore. My heart wasn't in it. So then I switched over to consulting, which was a little bit better. Still had a commute and, you know, had a little bit more control over my time. So I did that for a few years, but I thought, you know, wouldn't it be great 
if I had my own business. Like, I think that would be fabulous. I could work from home, you know, I could be with my son. So at that point, I actually opened an e-commerce bookstore kind of back before that was a thing. <laughs> and that was like 2003 and ran that bookstore for about nine years imported books from Germany, um, you know, sold them. That's kind of how I got started in marketing because, you know, as a business owner, as an online business owner, marketing is everything, right? Absolutely everything. If nobody knows about you, you know, you don't have a store that people can walk by. So you have to figure out how to get the word out. And so that's how I became interested and now pretty much obsessed with marketing, you know, and I end up selling that business and then starting this one. But um, that's really where my love for, for marketing began because, you know, the, the kind of work that I do is, is I, I help people. I change their lives or I help them change their lives. And it is through marketing that I'm able to reach them and, and talk to them and, you know, and really impact them. So, you know, I think that's how the whole thing began and, you know, kind of why I got started. What you said, I definitely want to touch on. I, I've interviewed lots and lots of people on the Successful Unemployed show that the majority of them, they make their money through helping other people, serving other people, benefiting other people, as opposed to they're, they're not out there to try to just make money for themselves. They're they're out there to say, you know what? There's a need. Let me go ahead and try to fill that need with however way possible. And right now, we're so benefited by having the internet and that technology because never in the history of the world has it been so easy to make money. It's so easy now, especially with online businesses. So I'm super excited about your business. Now, if somebody were to like, let's just walk me through the process. Let's say, and I remember you talked about your Facebook, your online community. And one time you were about ready to close it down before you know anything ever happened with that. But right. if I wanted to get started, let's say I wanted to um, have a service based where normally you would go to somebody, like this is what you do, you, you would normally do, go to somebody's house, help them to decolor, pull things out and you know, show them how to do this. Instead right. of doing that, teaching whatever it is online, because it seems like that's a much more scalable, like you could reach more people at one time, but at the same time, it's not hands-on. So how do we get started if we're going to, let's say, teach somebody how to clean, you know, uh, be a, a yard worker, you know, like actually, you know, clip, think, fix up the yard or something like that. How do we get started doing that? Um, you know, it, you're, you're so right. Like the, the technology that we have available to us is just, is absolutely mind-blowing. It really, really is. I mean, I, I want to underscore that because I think it is so important to realize that, you know, we, we have all these things at our fingertips, you know, the phone, right? The, you've got a video TV studio in your phone at any time of the day or night. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's so exciting. And, you know, I could talk for that. I could, I could talk about that for a little while, but I think my favorite way to get started with, you know, any kind of business is to talk to people, you know, and, and see what problem do they have that you can solve? You know, it's so important to know, you know, like, you may have an idea that you think is going to work, but you really have to know if anyone actually wants what you're selling. Right? And even more effective, if you go and find some people, you know, maybe you, maybe it's just your friends or maybe you already have you know, a little bit of audience who likes to listen to you. What is their biggest problem? You know, what what problems do they have? And then you go and you say, I have a solution to this. Would you like to buy it? You know, or can I share it with you? Or, you know, maybe it's even free initially, but, you know, finding the people and then figuring out what their problems are and then solving their problems. You know, it's it's almost as simple as that. You know, it's it doesn't have to get super involved. I never recommend that anybody go and build anything, you know, before they validate, before and they before they discover if somebody actually cares and if somebody wants it the way you think that it should be created. Um, you know, my program has just undergone so many changes and, you know, and, and it's just evolved over and over and over again. Um, it's because we're constantly listening to people and um, you know, taking their feedback into account. Um, it doesn't look really anything like what I thought it would initially. And it's because it's, you know, the people are gonna drive what, you know, what you create. You know, that that would be my suggestion. Go and you know, eat if you don't have your own Facebook group, you can go, you know, like let's say let's say you're into gardening, you know, you're like, I love gardening, I, I grow amazing vegetables. Okay, vegetables. Go find a group of vegetable gardeners and just listen to them. You know, go pay attention to what they're talking about, ask them a bunch of questions. Uh, you know, and there are massive groups on Facebook and, you know, there's there's forums and, you know, it doesn't have to be just Facebook, but you can just go and listen and, and talk to them. You know, you're not even selling anything. You're just listening to what are their problems. And then you think, oh, gosh, that one sounds like I could totally help, you know, how to grow the best tomato, how to grow the prize winning tomato. And then you can validate from there. That's great. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree, because if you find what other people are needing and filling that need is one of the best things you can do. If they have a problem that they need to get solved and you have that solution, 
it's almost it's almost your duty to actually show them and give them that solution. And so like with me, I invest in real estate rental properties. And um, after 10 plus years, I had 30 plus properties and I was quitting my job. But then I had so many people ask me, well, how did you do it? And then can you show me how to do it? I'm like, well, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. And so that's why I created my, my other side, Master Passive Income. And so talk about when you are, as you find, let's say we already found a need. We already found mm -hmm. a problem we could solve. We're also passionate about it. We actually like doing something like this. How mm -hmm. do we then find, because you said, you know, Facebook groups are great. So we're finding people there. If we had um, forums, finding there. But how do we how do we find or figure out the, the process to build it out to where we can actually get people coming in our doors, per se, for like a business? You know what? Um, again, I, just, I like to keep it so, so simple. So, um, you know, I have sold things before they existed. <laughs> you know, I, it's, it seems kind of crazy, but um, you can absolutely do this. You can say, you know, hey, I have this idea. Uh, you know, so you've kind of, you've narrowed it down. Maybe you've got a nice outline and you you pitch it to the people, the people. So, you, you know, you say, hey, you know, maybe, maybe you've connected with you know, a handful of them, you know, and it could be like 25 people it doesn't have to be, you know, 10,000, you say, Hey, I have an idea, you know, I would like to know if you're interested, you send them to like, maybe a Google Doc that lists out, you know, here, I'm going to solve this problem. Here's what you're going to learn, you know, I'm going to teach you x, y, and z, and you ask them for feedback. And then if they respond, you know, they say, Yeah, I like this part, this part was good, this part, I wasn't really interested in, you know, if and then you also say, would you be interested in buying this? Just yes or no. If they say no, you ignore everything they said, right? So like they have disqualified themselves. They're just not interested in your product. But if they say yes, you say, that's great. Here's a link. Would you be interested in buying it? I'm selling it for, you know, this much. It's going to go for a hundred bucks, but I'm selling it right now for 30. Would you buy? And, you know, you will get people, some people that will say, yeah, I'll buy. And then they buy. And it's so important to ask for money up front, right? Uh, and it doesn't have to be a lot, right? But you're just looking, you know, are they willing to put their money where their mouth is? Because if they're like, yeah, it sounds great, it sounds amazing. And no, no, I really don't want to buy that. Then, you know, okay, you've got some more work to do before you start building it and selling it, you know, in earnest before you put in, you know, some real work to make it look nice, to create it, you know, to do videos or whatever you're going to do. That is a really great way to just get a little bit of validation, you know, okay, maybe 10 people said yes, and five of them bought. Now you know, hey, okay, we've got at least something that that looks like it has potential here. And that's how you can get started. I, th I think that's, no, that's, that's great. Because it's one thing that if you're creating a business, I would suggest to not do this. Go to your friends and your family members. Say, hey, I'm going to build this business. What do you think? Oh, yeah, yeah it sounds great. Let's go. Yeah, go ahead and do it. That's <laughs> not the right question to ask. You need to say, right. okay, if you are, if that's great. How about you give me money right now to right. like you buy it right now? And uh, no, probably <laughs> it's because they're just trying, they're being trying to be helpful. They think yeah. what you want to hear is the encouragement. But what I know, I'm validated when my customers give me money. Mm -hmm. That's the all the validation that I need. Like if, if somebody tells me, um, oh, yeah, it's great, but they don't actually spend or they don't, you know, buy into it, it's, it's not. Like it doesn't validate what you're actually doing. So I love that idea. So you've also, like you said, you've pre-sold things before you even created that. Talk yep. to us a little bit more about the creation process. Let's say we had people, um, we, we're in Facebook groups. We we already have a little bit of people that, that follow us, which is great. Now we already are pre-selling it. We've already done that. We did what you just said. We told everybody, hey, go ahead and buy it for 30 bucks or you know, instead of 100 or whatever it might be. What's the process? No, not the nuts and bolts, but like, what are your thoughts processes as you're building a whole another product? So I like to just, I just like to outline, right? So what are the, you know, what are the main things that we're, we're solving here? What results are we delivering? You know, how, how do we envision this kind of playing out? What do people need to know, right? Like there's a, there's a teacher called Stu McLaren. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but he teaches the idea of a success path. You know, so what are the steps that someone needs to take, you know, to get from where they are right now? You know, so for my people, you know, they've got a messy kitchen, right? And they're overwhelmed and they want to get to the point where the kitchen is clean and decluttered and feels great. Okay, so here are the, you know, the three or four things that they need to do to get from point A to point Z. You know, and so when I have those steps identified, not all of a sudden I can put together a lesson on each one or maybe two lessons, you know, but just kind of thinking what needs to happen along the way for me to get them you know, to this end results, you know, and then you just kind of fill in the blanks, like, right, you can decide if you want it to be text based, video, audio, you know, combination, are there things that you can add to it? You know, I love doing this too. Um, 
I love adding on a lot of, you know, extra resources. So, you know, my, my material typically will come with a video and then maybe a summary, right. Or notes, maybe captions. And but my people really love worksheets or, or like a workbook, you know, it's so easy to put, to put that together. Um, and it really helps them to uh, absorb the material and to, um, you know, just really make it their own. And then they feel like they're getting a more complete product. So I love to, you know, have these various uh, modalities when I put together a product, you know, but again, you can start with one, right? Maybe it's just an ebook. It's just text. It's Google docs. You know, you, you just type it up, you have somebody read it and edit it and you're good to go. You know, I really, it's so easy to get overwhelmed with these things, but you can always make it better, right? You kind of want that shitty first draft, you know, like you really want to, to just, just try something, get it out there, get some feedback and then revise and tweak and modify from there. But, you know, don't even try to make sure that it's complete and perfect because that'll take you, you know, 18 months. And by then, you know, you've lost interest. The people have disappeared, you know, things are different. So I really like to try and work really quick. Um, my first ebook, I wrote it in 45 days and I had decided actually that I was going to bring my, my readers in on the process. And I said to them, you know, would you be interested? I did the validation product process. And, um, and then I kind of kept them in the loop. I said, I've set myself this goal. You know, I want to write this ebook in 45 days. Actually, I think I, I think the goal was 30 it ended up being about 45. You know, I had them vote on the cover and, um, you know, so I, they felt like they were part of the process. So that was really, really fun. But again, it started out as an ebook, you know, and then we added on worksheets and then we added on the audiobook, and now we've got videos that go along with it and all these extra things, but it just grew over time. So, you know, you just really keeping it simple, figuring out the steps that they need to take to get from A to Z and then you take it from there. So let's, let's go over really quickly. So the first start is to figure out what the need is, what the problem is, or what you can help somebody solve. The second thing is go to where they are, you know, Facebook groups, forums, things like that. So you can start figuring out who and what they are and what they're needing. The next step would be probably creating a website, which we kind of jumped over that a little bit, but creating a website so people can actually find you having your own Facebook group, like you said that you did. And then once people start getting to know you as being the helpful you know, let's say gardener out there. Um, and as you're building that up, people are starting to trust you and starting to follow you. Then you want to pre-sell or say, Hey guys, I'm going to be creating this. What are your thoughts? Would you, and then, like you said, would you buy? And then from there you start outlining, like pre-sell it, then outline it and then write it out. And what would be the steps after Like, how do we actually deliver that that content to them, that video to them? Is there, is there something magical thing that we need to do on our sites or something like that? Uh, you know, there's there's a million ways to do that. Um, you know, the simplest way, a PayPal button, you know, and then PayPal emails. So you, you made a sale and you send them an email, right? Google link to a, you know, link to a PDF in Google Drive. Like it could be as simple as that. You know, if you don't have, you know, a lot of technology or if you just don't want to mess with it, you could do that. You know, there's other there's other tools. I don't know if you have favorite tools. You know, I have my preferences, but um, they're all they're all good, right? Like, it, and again, I don't like to get people hung up on the technology because there are so many choices. And you kind of pick one and you go with it. You're right. There are so many different ways out there, so many different tools, yeah. so, so many different companies that actually do it. But I, I really want to touch on what you said. You can literally just have a PayPal button mm -hmm. and have it as simple as that, where you're not paying a lot of money out of your pocket. In fact, to create a website. It's literally like $10 a year for the domain and then maybe $3 a month if you want to pay a little bit. There's other ways to do it for free, but $3 a month and you have a site and you just connect PayPal to it and you're absolutely, and it, so on my phone, I have the PayPal app and whenever somebody buys a book or buys into my course, I get a, a PayPal alert at the top of my, 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 um, uh, phone. And I'm, that's, I, I love seeing that. That's, that's like my favorite thing. Right? Thing. <laughs> it's like, oh, a text. Yeah. I don't want to text. I want to PayPal. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, yep. But yeah, you can do it with such little money out of your pocket. And uh, another thing that I really enjoy about your thought of when you're getting started, you're using this and you're actually even emailing the person. You can even automate it to where it sends an email as well, but right. you're staying in contact with the people that you're mm -hmm. working with. Now, once you get to be big, you have you know, like 100 sales a day, it's gonna be much, much harder to do that. But when you're getting started, that's one of the best things you can do is stay in contact with the people that yeah. are wanting to work with you. Because when you go out and sell, you know, go from like a $20 or $30, you know, workbook, PDF, whatever it might be, once you have like a $300 course, 
they're the ones that are gonna be like, I'm buying because man, Sarah, she knows me. She's, she's, she's in my head and I know exactly that she's going to give me what I need because she's with me. Those yeah. are the best people to get started in your next product. What are your thoughts about getting to a bigger ticket item as opposed to the smaller ones? Yes, you know, it's it's kind of just about showing up and, you know, letting them know that you are you're a real person, right? Like I think a lot of times they don't really think that you're actually reading your email. And people are surprised when I respond to my email. And I I do have a team in place, so I don't respond to all of them anymore. But, you know, just letting them know that you care. You know, like when when I write my emails, I am writing them, I am writing to them as if they are my friend because they are. Uh, you know, I'm not all formal and we don't have a fancy template, you know. I just, I'm just writing to my friends and I write frequently, you know, and very informally, very conversationally, I, you know, I'm sharing stories. Um, you know, I love to share stories in my email. Um, in fact, I just, I just dashed one off before, before we got on the call. I was like, I have, I have like seven minutes here. So I wrote an email to 66,000 people and, you know, it's going to be great. They're going to love it. And that email wasn't even selling anything. It, you know, I don't, you don't need to always be selling because it's really about the relationship, right? It's about, it's about them knowing that I care about them, that I have their best interest in mind. And, you know, when I do have something to sell that they can trust me that, um, you know, it's, it's going to be worthwhile and valuable for them. And I really want them to know that. And I really want them to look to me as an expert and authority um, as well in, you know, in what I'm teaching. So, um, you know, I kind of just keep that in mind when I'm writing, you know, and like you said, you don't need, uh, you don't have to start out with the email service. You can just do, I've heard this said before, right? You can do things that don't scale. Like when you're starting, talk to every one of those buyers, you know, ask them if they'll let you call them on the phone, you know, which is kind of scary sometimes for us, uh, you know, online marketers, you know, you can just learn so much by talking to people, sending out those emails, um, you know, following up, how did it go? Did it work for you? Was it missing anything? They'll be thrilled if they hear from you um, afterwards and that, you know, that you care enough to follow up with them. You know, people want to share their successes. And, you know, if they had a problem, you want to know about that, too. So, you know, absolutely just keeping in touch um, will go a really long way because you don't want just the first sale. You want to be serving them for as long as they need you, you know, and for my people, you know, I've had people around for years and they're still happy. And, you know, one of them, um, one of my customers, her name is Karen. She calls me her Yoda. <laughs> She's like, like she just tries to catch every video that I do and she loves it. And it's just working out so beautifully for her. You know, just that relationship is just everything. So whatever you can do to, to build that and to nurture that, I think is really important. You you said something that I definitely don't want anybody to overlook is that the people that we're serving, especially on the online community. Now, if it's brick and mortar, if it's like you're you have a taco truck, it's a little different because you're actually face to face. But when you're online, it's hard to get a sense that the person actually cares for you. That they should care about you. That's like, oh, this is big company out there, which for master passive income, successful unemployed, my two different brands, they're just me. Like I just, I just want to help as much as I can. And so the only way to really, I don't say only way, a great way to do that is to be very personal. Like you said yeah. in your email, just, Hey, I'm writing to my friends. This you're a friend of mine. And as you do that, people are going to realize, Hey, you know what? Sarah really does care about me. Let me continue working with her or talking to her or buying from her. So let's talk about now. Okay. We have, we've gone through the process. We also have maybe one or two products out there. People are finding us. Now, how do we scale? Is it, do we got to be on Forbes? Do we got to be on entrepreneur.com? Like you were like, <laughs> how do we scale then to make the business even bigger so we can become successfully unemployed? You know, you can scale in two ways, right? So you can go get more customers, right? Which is always great. We love that. Um, you know, because there's more people who need what we're selling, what we're, they have the problems that we are solving. Uh, and so I love that. And, but then you can also scale and, and, find out, okay, what's the next problem you want to solve, right? So this, we did this with, with my business. I, I created my first course or the ebook e on decluttering. And then I said, okay, you guys, now what do you want to learn? And they all said paperwork. We, we, we hate the paperwork, the paperwork, we're drowning in piles of paper. So that was the second course. So we created a course on, I created a course on how to manage your household paperwork, right? That was, you know, sort of the, the evolution. And over time, we've just kind of noticed, you know, hey, they would like this, they would like that, they struggle with this, you know, and again, I'm, I am, I wouldn't say constantly, but I am continuously asking them, you know, what, where do you need some help? What's your problem with XYZ, you know, or I'm listening to them to see what they need, you know, because I want to, I want to solve their problems, right, as much as I can, I, it, I can't tell you how much fun it is to solve people's problems for them. 
it is like the the biggest thrill ever, right? Like for you, I mean, if you teach people how to how to become successfully unemployed, oh my word, that is that is life changing. That is that is huge, and you know you're gonna want to do as much of that as you can, right? Like that's that is just significant. That's what I like to do, and so I'm always looking for those opportunities. Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right, and I. Just like you, when I have a student, like if I'm investing in real estate or teaching somebody here um, through Success on Employee, and they listen to it and they are like, I could do that. Like whatever, you know, I guess I bring on, they like, I could do that. And they, they start doing it and they eventually become successfully unemployed. That's such a reward just in the, the, the fact that I'm able to help somebody. You know, it's, that's so such a huge reward. And I have students that buy properties and then eventually quit their job because they have enough rental properties. I'm like, I feel like I just quit my job all over again. I'm so excited mm -hmm. for you. It's so fantastic. So I completely see what you're completely understand what you're saying. So now how would we get, okay, we have, we have more products. We're starting to put a little more products. Well, let me, let me ask you this. So with master passive income, I have my flagship course is the ultimate real estate investing system. And so I also have coaching on top of that, but I also have a couple books out there. I don't have like any, like, you know, a hundred dollar workbooks or this, that, or I don't have like a bunch of different products. What are your thoughts about having, and obviously you go into the route that you have. So talk to me about the benefits of having more products as opposed to one big product. You know, I, I think there's advantages to both. So you kind of have to figure out what works best for you. I do like having multiple products because, you know, then people can, they can kind of pick and choose, you know, well, maybe, you know, maybe I don't really want to declutter, but I really would love to know, like, how do I clean up my kitchen every day? And you'd be surprised like that this is a problem. Well, we have a product for that, you know, or, you know, I don't, I don't want to clean up my kitchen, but I'd love to make some extra cash. Okay, well, we've got a product for that too. Um, you know, it just allows us to fill different needs. And because my topic, you know, it is a fairly well-defined topic, but at the same time, we can go deep in, you know, any number of areas. You know, it depends on how much they want to learn, right? Like some people don't want to sell anything. Other people are like, you know, I really want to get in here. I want to, I want to make this a business selling thing. So, you know, there's different levels of need as well within even a fairly defined niche. And it's nice to have different price points too, right? Like not everybody is going to be ready, even at the beginning, especially like they're like, Hey, this, this guy Dustin sounds like a pretty nice guy. You know, I'm kind of interested in this, but I don't know if I really want to do it, you know? So like a getting started or, you know, how can I tell if this is right for me? You know, like a low ticket product would be a great way to get them familiar with you and, you know, and to provide more value. And then to say, you know, if you, if this worked out well for you, you know, here's the larger solution, you know, and then they can, they can continue if they want, uh, or maybe they just got what they needed, or maybe they're like, yeah, you know, it isn't quite for me yet. Um, it just lets them, you know, kind of get into your world at different points, right? Some people may, may hear your podcast and they're like, you know what, I'm all in. This guy is, he clearly knows exactly what I need to know. I want to go for the coaching, you know, like I'm not going to waste any time, you know, with any of these other products, but you know, different people are going to want to come in at different points. So I do like having a little bit of a variety and then you can also kind of mix and match them. That's a fun thing to do too, right? Like you can say, you know, buy this product, buy product A and um, you can get product B at 50% off. Then you can give them more content, more value, like a more complete solution and they'll spend a little bit more money. And so that's a great way to, you know, to, to increase how much they're spending with you, you know, over time. That's great. Those are great, great points. And I'm thinking with, with master passive income, being able to, I have the big flagship score course, but not everybody can afford that. Right. But then, then again, at the same time, I'm like, if you can't afford that real estate, it's really hard because you have to have a lot of money or not a lot, but you have to a couple, two, three thousand $3,000 in order to invest yeah. and, and, and get it and do it right. So well, let's work on that first. And so I completely mm -hmm. understand. So I, th I think I need to maybe even create something because I get a lot of people that come to me and say, you know, I just need to start saving for investing. Maybe oh, I can create yeah. something for like how to start saving, like how, how to get that mindset shift. And so oh, you gave me a great idea, Sarah. Thank you very much. I, I might have to do that. I love so, that idea. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, have, I have a friend who's a photographer. She teaches photographers how to build their businesses. And she has a, you know, an entry level product. Um, I think it was like a $10 thing or $20 thing. Maybe it's a little bit more, but um, she taught them how to get, you know, their next couple clients in a weekend right and so like she was basically helping them to pay for her big course right so it was a no-brainer and same kind of thing like how can i help you get started like i think that's brilliant 
Oh, awesome. Well, you thought of it. So that's, that's great. Thank you very much. <laughs> so great. So now let's say I want to now talk about getting onto Forbes and <laughs> like uh, all these big, like getting your name out there, get this free publicity. That's brilliant. I, I wish I could have something like that. How do you do that? Or is there a, is there a science? Like, is it just by happenstance? Like, how do you get that happen? Um, you know, I don't, it sounds kind of, kind of cheesy. I, I kind of think that you, you're just showing up as yourself. I mean, I don't know if I made that happen. I don't know if it was luck, you know, to make a long story short, I was uh, selected to be part of the, the Facebook alpha project a couple years ago. And so it was like one of 12, we, we launched a, a new feature for them. And they liked mine so much that they made me the poster child. And I was Oliver Forbes, an entrepreneur in USA Today. And all that stuff. You know, I don't know. And people have asked me this before, too. They're like, you know, do you have to have personality to be <laughs> to do well on Facebook? And I'm like, I don't I don't know. I think you just have to be yourself. You know, like I am willing I am willing to be vulnerable to to show up like I did a video promoting um, a product that I had right after Christmas, I think. And I said, here's my kitchen, you guys. Does your kitchen look like this? And it was trashed, right? <laughs> Does your kitchen look like, it was New Year's Eve. If your kitchen looks like this, you gotta join me for this challenge that we're gonna do starting next week. And people loved it, right? Because, I mean, they know my house is, I have a beautiful house um, and it's usually pretty clean, you know? But at the same time, I am just super real with them. You know, I, I talk about my kids. I share my kids with them. You know, I, I show them my messy kitchen. And I'm willing to say, you know, it's it's okay. You know, like if this is where you are, it's okay. And you can still clean it up. And I don't know, people really, really appreciate that. I think that is, I think we have an interesting contrast right now in our society where there's a lot of things that are super orchestrated, you know, and I love that, right? Like we have productions, we've got movies, we've got, you know, amazing YouTube videos and that's so exciting and so much fun but then people really crave like the authenticity and you know the un unfiltered you know and so if you can provide you know maybe both of those or if you can at least just show them that you're a real person i think that goes a really long way you know and just showing up as yourself i agree and that's why i created successful and employed i don't know if i'll bring on any huge big name people just because I want everybody to realize that you don't have to be a big name person to be successfully unemployed. You can be a regular, like your next door neighbor. Like I literally, I literally live in a 1,250 square foot house and I have four kids, my wife and my four kids. It's because I had a rental property. We were moving out of California, moving into Arizona. Tenants were moving out. I'm like, hey, let's just go ahead and move in there because it's already a house that we already own. We don't have a mortgage on it. It's great. Eventually we'll buy something else that was bigger when the market corrects. But Right now, I'm just a normal everyday person. I got plenty of money, but I don't flaunt it. So you and I, like people like us that come on a successful unemployed, we're just normal people, but we become extraordinary because we found a way to get out of that J-O-B, that just yeah. over broke job. Now, I want to ask you about the Facebook community. Now, I've had um, another, I interviewed another uh, two different, two guys. They were together. They have a great company, great business, teaching people how to make money um, online. But they said... The Facebook community is something that they would not put any effort into at all because <laughs> it did not help their site. But obviously their goal okay. may be a little different is they wouldn't help their site. But tell me a little bit about why we should have a Facebook community, especially if we are service oriented like this. You know, it's interesting because, it, you know, a lot of people do have trouble with Facebook groups, um, you know, and they they can kind of go rogue on you. And, you know, you definitely want to proceed with caution, I guess. Um I, I'm the, of the opinion that you're going to collect people who are like you, especially if you lead, right? I feel like you really have to, you have to start the group and then you have to continue to manage the group as a leader, right? You cannot just, you know, start it and then figure it's just going to, people are just going to buy your stuff. Like it doesn't really work that way, you know? And so I'm continuously trying to think, how can we lead this group? You know, this is a free group, right? Our, um, our big group is a free group. We have about 53,000 people in there. You know, we, how can we provide value? How can we facilitate the interaction in here? Um, and then also show people that we have more for them, you know, that we have things for sale that we can help them further because, you know, I can't pay my mortgage with the number of Facebook pe people in my group. So, you know, we have to figure out that balance. You know, let's see, I think, you know, you can use it for traffic to your website. That's a really great way. If you're if your group is on topic, I mean, this is one error that I've seen that people, their, their groups are just too broad. You know, they're, they're kind of vague, you know, and they're not, uh, they're not focused. So my group is pretty, is very specific and focused. So that helps, 
you know, we can share links in there again of, of things that people are looking for answers to and they'll click through and they'll learn something or maybe they'll buy something. Or maybe they'll, you know, they'll share. I love my group because number one, I get to show up as a leader, as a, as an authority and they get to know me. Like where else, again, on your phone, where else do you get to show for 50,000 people, you know, at the drop of a hat? You know, I can go live and I'll have a couple hundred people watch me instantly. I didn't even tell them I was going to be live. I think that is huge. That that level of access to people is huge. It's your, you know, it's your own super hyper targeted TV station and it's totally free. Like I don't have to pay. It's not an ad. I don't have to pay for it again, because I have curated my group and because I have grown my group in such a way that I have a lot of presence in that group. People know me, people tag me, people refer to me. So that's super fun. I can use it to, to learn about what they need. Right. I mean, I think that's uh, one of the most exciting things about my group is I can ask them, Hey, you know, how do you guys feel about paper piles? Tell me your stories. And they will just give me the most wonderful feedback on their struggles. And then I can go and build something for them. Like it's, it's market research. It, companies pay thousands and thousands of dollars to have access to people who may or may not be, you know, super interested in sharing their struggles. Well, my people will do that to me all day long and they'll be happy to do it. You know, I can just go on and on, but um, it's, you know, it's where my people are. I get to talk to them, you know, and that is, that is huge. And it's so important that you, get to know their mind of your, yeah. your customers, the people that you're trying to help, because if you don't know what really what they want, how are you gonna actually provide what they need? And so I completely agree that that's a great idea. So from there, as we are, you said you have 60 some thousand in your email list mm -hmm. as well. Yep. So talk to us about the email funnel, the process of getting people to, you know, because uh, mm -hmm. it's not, it's probably not just always a broadcast. You might have some uh -huh. automated emails in there. Talk to us a little bit about that process of having a funnel where you actually get them to eventually buy. Okay, sure. I see email and Facebook and my blog, my website as, you know, they're all sort of different touch points for me. And I get to relate to my people in different ways. Email, I love because it's one-to-one, -one, right? Like I am, again, I'm sending a letter to a friend basically, you know, and I always write as if I'm writing to one person and it's a very personal medium. So what we actually did was before we started the group, I emailed the list. <laughs> I said, would you guys like a group? Would you like to talk to each other? And, you know, they said yes. Right. I validated. I didn't want to just create this group to crickets, you know, and we had like a thousand people right away. They said, oh, yeah, we'd love that. It sounds great. So we started the group and um, we do a lot of I, I consider it like cross pollination. So I will send them back and forth. So I will say uh, and this is how people when they join our list, when they join our email list they go through a welcome series. When they join our group, we ask them for their email so that they can go through our welcome series. And that teaches them, that kind of like familiarizes them with me and with how I do things, right? And it gives them some quick wins, right? So they get three little 10 minute challenges that they can do one every day for three days. They can do those challenges. The other people in the group have done the same challenges. So now all of a sudden they have this shared experience, you know, and they they talk about it together. You know, they're like, oh yeah, I remember when I did that challenge. Like I, I did that one. And again, they, they get these quick wins together. And so that's been really powerful for us. And during the email process, we also offer them my ebook, right? So we say, you know, hey, this will help you in this, in this work. You know, if you'd like to go further, you know, chapter two is about whatever, you know, and you can go and buy it here. And we just, we just offer it to them. You know, I, I'm not a believer in like the hearts. I don't think you need to do that. You just let people know, I understand you have a problem. I know what that problem looks like. Here, maybe here are some of the consequences of that problem. You know, you do need to remind people that there is a problem, right? If there's no problem, then there's no reason to buy anything. There's no reason to, to take any action. So we do want to remind them of the problem. And then we say, hey, here is a solution I have for you. And you can go get it right now. It's available to you. And if you like what you've heard from me already, then you're probably going to like this even more. And so I'm just I'm just offering these things in a you know fairly organic way throughout the email sequence, and that works really well. That's great. What what are your thoughts about um, as you're going have, walking them through the funnel? Um, I've heard somebody say, and you 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 touched on this. Um, you don't need to always be selling, but I've heard other people say you should always be selling. So uh, obviously, I think you and I see more eye to eye. And in fact, I just had a um, a potential sales call for a coach, a coaching student uh, for my real estate, and. She was, we were talking and it, it just, it, it would be a good fit, but it wasn't the right time. And she's like, yeah, I don't know. I have to really think about it. I said, take your time. I'm only here for you. If you, if you want this, I'm here. This is no, like literally no pressure. In fact, 
please don't use me if it's not the right time. Yeah. So talk to us about um, how you can incorporate that personality that, that hey, I'm here to help. I'm a, I'm a caring person. How do you incorporate that into your brand and everything that you put out? Well, absolutely. You know, I think um, I think it's, it's so attractive for people if you don't need their money. <laughs> if you can say, you know, I, it's okay with me if you don't come on as a client, like that is going to impress people to no end. So maybe she doesn't come on, maybe she comes on later, but she's probably gonna tell all her friends, you know, oh my goodness, that was amazing. You know, as opposed to someone who's just out to, you know, like squeeze every last dollar out of you, you know, number one, that feels really icky, right? And so maybe maybe people say yes, but I'm guessing they don't come back much, you know, with those kind of techniques. I'm thinking they don't come back a whole lot. I do, like I said, I don't think you have to always be selling, but what I do, I always try to do with all of the content that I create, you know, whether it's a Facebook post or a blog post or an email video, I'm always trying to get people to take some kind of action. Okay. It might be buying something or might be clicking on a link. It might be watching a video. It might be hit reply and let me know what you think about this idea. I'm always wanting to give them one thing to do and not 10 things either. I am trying to, you know, to, to get them to take action, you know, and I really want to focus in what's the one thing I want them to do, you know, and if I give them five things to do, then guess what, they're not gonna do anything, you know, whether I'm teaching someone marketing or organizing, it's always one thing at a time. I think it's yeah. pausing your thought. I think it's yeah. brilliant giving them an actionable item because each time they're taking an action, it's they're saying yes to you. And right. each yes gets you closer and closer to that final yes of Hey, yes, I really, she has something that's really good. I've bought so much in the past by not money, but click and uh, watch on read all that sort of stuff. It's uh, every single yes leads to eventually a great yes. And so I'll give you an example. Um, so I had, uh, I guess it's a pre-sales call for a coaching student a year ago, literally January last year. And um, he was, I didn't, it wasn't the right time for him and all that sort of stuff. And completely, I said, hey, it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. I want you to do what's best for you. It'll be here when you, whenever you're ready. I, literally a year later, he sent me an email, hey, I think I'm ready for coaching now. I'm like, great, that's great. Okay, come. And he came on as a student, and it's because I wasn't it. Now, it, it like you're right. It can potentially work if somebody's really forceful and really salesy. I'm just not like that. That's not my personality. And I make my money through real estate. Like this is, I'm just here to help. And so it makes it so much easier to say something like that. But I love that idea. Now, Sarah, is there anything else that we should know in building a business like this? You know, I think. Um... You know, it's, it sounds kind of cliche, but you have got to be willing to screw it up over and over and over again. Like, I cannot even tell you how many times I'm not reaching my goals. I'm screwing it up. Things aren't working. You know, like things are falling apart. Like, I think sometimes we sort of look at other people, maybe who are further ahead than us and think, oh, they, they clearly, they probably have it all worked out. And the truth is that none of us have it worked out. You know, things always are breaking. We're, you know, but um, to be an entrepreneur, to have your own business requires you to be willing to fail over and over and, over, and, and like a hundred times, a thousand times. Um, it, that's the only way, right? Um, and it's so, it's, it's so challenging to do that. It can be very emotionally draining, uh, very, very upsetting, very frustrating. Um, but that is the difference, I think, between people who say that they want to start a business. You know, oh, that'd be, that sounds great, right? Oh, I'd love to do what you do. It sounds amazing. Tell me in. But you know what? <laughs> like when something breaks the first time, are you, you know, there? like, oh, crap. Now what do I do? I've spent money. People are watching me. Like how, you know, how do I keep going? You know, and, and just picking yourself up over and over and over again and realizing that, um, you know, it's it's not always going to be what you think it is. And that's okay. That I believe is the difference between success and failure. It's just, you just keep trying, you don't give up. And that's a really hard thing. Not, not everybody was willing to do that. You know, I mean, most, most people are not, most people are not willing and they don't understand that this continues, you know, and things get better, right? Yeah, absolutely. Things get better. It's really fun to go live and have thousands of people watching you. It's, it's such a thrill, but at the same time, then the risks are higher and the stakes are higher. So that's kind of scary too. So, you know, just really taking that to heart, that whole um, mantra of, you know, fall down. What is it? Fall down 10 times, get up 11 or whatever it is. I, I think you're absolutely right. I love the idea of basically just getting started. Just just start moving yeah. because in even a year from now, five years from now, or even like 10 days from now, you're going to look back and say, I could have done that better. But if you waited until it was perfect, you're never going to get it out. I still have blog posts that I'm still going. I found one just yesterday that I wrote. I was like, 
oh man, I wrote that. <laughs> Let me go through it, fix it, or get rid of it because I've learned so much. Now, if I would have waited until it was perfect, I never would have started. And so you absolutely are right. Now, Sarah, you're giving us so much great stuff. Now, I want to jump into the rapid fire round. Are you ready? Sure. That's it. Okay. So the rapid fire round, broad questions, you should be able to get these no problem. So now that we have become successful unemployed, hopefully we're not working that 40, 50, 60, 70 hours a week. We have a little bit of time to give back, to serve and to make our world a better place, our community, even our family. What are you doing to give back? Uh, we, uh, I'm going to get all choked up about this. We love to support foster kids because um, my community, we have an excess, right? We have an overabundance of things and, you know, kids in foster care, especially when they start foster care, they, they really have nothing. So we donate a significant portion of our revenue to foster kids and it, it just feels amazing. So yeah, that's how we do. That's, that is true. That's terrific. I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. So next thing, if somebody were to get started, what is your advice for them to get started and building the business just like you have? Advice for them to get started. Um, you know what, like you said, just like getting something out there. What one action can you take today? Like this is not something that should take a year. Like you can be doing something every single day to take action to move you forward. You know, being okay with like B plus work or C minus work because you've gotta you've gotta get that feedback. And without the feedback, then you're just gonna be building forever or maybe thinking about building, which is not the same as building. <laughs> and you're not going to be able to progress. I, I definitely agree with that. And people if even if you think it's a C plus or even a C minus work, nobody else knows that you give it that grade and nobody else knows possibly that it's even that, that all yeah. this is their a you, you don't they don't know it's just put it out there so i love that now if you were to go back and give your teenage self any idea like uh tips advice maybe business maybe it could be if you're entering a college just advice for your future what would it be oh my god i love that question you know what i think um i think just be willing to to create new things like i think we're always looking for the answer like what's the what's the right way to do this and guess what there there's no right way or maybe there's no wrong way like we get to make this stuff up you know there's no blueprint for so much of this and i think that's where it gets exciting because we get to we get to invent and create and you know i think so many people have ideas right but then they're like, oh, I don't know, you know, and they just don't pursue them. Whereas like, why not? Like, what do you have to lose, right? All you have to lose is, you know, a little bit of time and money. Like, what's the big deal? Who knows what could happen? You know, if you have a dream, if you have a good idea. And so just being being willing to, to do new things, you know, and certainly get advice, you know, like if there's someone who's already done something similar, go and get advice that's useful to you. But at the same time, if you have a crazy idea, uh, why not? You know, because we, a lot of the things that are being created right now, there is no blueprint for them. I think that's where the exciting, you know, the progress comes in. I definitely agree with that. So what is one tool, an app, it could be a pad and paper, a whiteboard or something. What is something that you use in your life every day that we should be looking at using? What do I use? You know, <laughs> I have I have so many notebooks. I'm like, I am a pen and paper kind of person. You know, I'm taking notes. I think there's a real value in writing and handwriting. You know, taking notes. I I'm just huge on that. I'm journaling. You know, before you get on social media in the morning, I've I've been um, really intentional with my time. I do not open Facebook. I'm not on Facebook all day. Um, I think Facebook is is a blessing and a curse. So you gotta you have to manage that. And so I like you know old school, nice pen. Find a pen you like. Start writing. Brainstorm. You know, get creative. That that's where the juices start flowing for me. I agree. And I think it's a lost art with writing because now we type or now mm -hmm. we're doing using our voice now. Right. Um, physically using your hand to write, it's something that puts it in your brain so much differently than typing or anything else. So absolutely agree. So what is, and this is the last question, what is one nonfiction book, or if you have many, give us a couple nonfiction book that you would recommend that we should read? You know, I, I adore um, 80-20 Sales and Marketing by Perry Marshall. It is, I, I've read it at least three times and I am such a fan. And every time I, I learn something new, it's highlighted, like the heck out of that book is highlighted. It's so powerful. So yeah, that would be one that I would say. That's great. Nobody's given that book yet. So that's okay. great to have that one on the show. So Sarah, you've been fantastic. Thank you so much for being here. If somebody wanted to find you, learn more about how to declutter everything, how could they do that? Oh, thank you so much, Justin. Uh, this has been amazing. Uh, they can find me on Facebook. Uh, my Facebook page is Decluttering Club. If they search Declaring Club on Facebook, they'll find my page. My website is earlybirdmom.com. Side note there, 
don't pick a goofy name for your website. <laughs> it's so much work to change it, but we will get to that. Um, yeah, so those are the two best ways to reach me. I, I'm glad you mentioned it because I thought, uh, is she wake up really early? Like, um, is that why she put early bird mom? It was just a, yeah. <laughs> it's a little hey, bit of a legacy but, thing. <laughs> it's but it's there. It's yeah. there, and you mm -hmm. you have people. Nobody's going to know the difference. I thought, oh, she's an early, but she's a hard worker. Right. That's what I thought. I was yeah. like, this is a good website. So right. I don't know. I I'm, I'm not a mom, but I think it's a good website. So <laughs> I don't know if it, if it's necessary to change it. But um, at the same Thank time, you. it's there. Just like you said, it could be your C minus work and your A plus is coming out because you've learned so much how to do it right. So yes. it it just gets started. So Sarah, you've been fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. I'm so glad to, to have been here with you. Appreciate it. All right. You take care. Today's episode has been brought to you by the Real Estate Wealth Builders membership. That's the membership that I founded teaching people how to quit their J-O-B by investing in real estate rental properties. Now, Real Estate Wealth Builders is your place to learn how to invest in real estate with five different masterclass courses group coaching with me and a private student community where we all work together, all the tools and the discounts, all the resources and everything that you need to quit your J-O-B by investing in real estate. Now, I do want to show you how to do this completely for free. If you want to learn about investing in real estate for free, I want to get you my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. That's R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777 so you can see how you can quit your job that J-O-B by investing in real estate. I'll show you how to find properties, how to use other people's money to buy properties, and how to scale the business to be successfully unemployed just like I did. Now, did you also know that there are video versions of each and every single episode on the Successfully Unemployed show? Well, I did record every single one of these for you. I recorded them for you so you will be able to learn from the experts themselves, see what they're doing, see everything that they are talking about on this show visually and all their examples, all their slides, all their pictures that they even draw. Everything is on there. Go to successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. Or if you just go to YouTube and type in successfully unemployed, more than likely you're going to find me. So successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. And I would truly appreciate it if you subscribe to Successfully Unemployed on YouTube and wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to this show so that you can always get every bit of new information on how to quit your J-O-B. Also, if you got anything out of the show, Share it with just one person. Share it with just one person so that they can see the light that it is so much better to not work a job, be successful, unemployed, and be your own boss. All right, guys, this is it for today's show. I will see you next week. See ya. See ya.